Hey, how's it going everyone? Today, I'm gonna to talk about the credit crunch and how right now it's getting really hard to borrow money and even if you can borrow, you're gonna be paying a really high rate. Now, mortgage rates, they actually just recently went back up to 7%. Last year, mid-October, they were around 8%. And this is like mind-blowing stuff, guys, because historically, we've been able to see between zero, 1%, maybe 2% rates over the past 15, 20 years. Just recently, it's been 0% nonstop. Now, home prices are still elevated. I am shocked, guys, because I, I'm actually on the market looking for a house right now. And I'll tell you, I look at these prices around the valley, they're still the exact same price that they were when interest rates were 0%. Maybe there's not people putting 30, 40, 50K above asking anymore. But still, the fact that we're seeing prices at, you know, I'm just saying the average three bed, two bath in Phoenix is about 425 to 450. We're still seeing those prices. But on top of that, the 7% rate. So I'm just sitting here going like, what's happening? How is it that prices can remain this high? In addition to prices being high, how can, how can we see rates going back up? So I think a lot of this had to do with what Jerome Powell signaled at the Federal Reserve. Just recently he said, hey, we're gonna be higher for longer. Potentially we won't even see a cut in March. We're, we're gonna assess the data then, but overall he said it will be higher. Now with home prices still elevated, there's a lot of people that are forced to rent. And it's, it's really kind of creating a, a bigger divide between the rich and the poor. Those that have money are able to go and buy and you're seeing like, I don't know the exact amount, but there was between like 30 and 40% of all buyer, buyers right now are paying cash. So this is just mind blowing stuff, guys, because if we're seeing such a large rate of people paying cash, the average person, they don't have 400, 500 grand in cash sitting around. They actually have to take out a mortgage, maybe five, 10% and put it down. But if you can get a three bedroom, two bathroom house for rent, for about 21 to 2200 a month, or you can get that same three bed, two bath house for a mortgage for 3,300 a month, what are you gonna choose? Every day of the week, you're gonna choose the rental because it's the same square footage, it's the same everything, and you're paying more than $1,000 less. And in the first couple of years with these mortgages anyways, you're paying it all interest anyways. So I think it's really terrifying to see the market at these neck snapping prices. The average buyer right need, now needs to make like 140,000 a year in the United States. But really the average buyer only makes 80K. So how is that 60K shortfall gonna close? I think we either need to see incomes go up, we need to see the incomes go up by 50, 60 grand. I don't think that's possible. Or we need to see interest rates go down. I think that's more possible. Or what we need to see is we need to see home valuations go down. I think we're going to see a combination of interest rates coming down this year, maybe between 25 to 75 basis points. And in addition, we're going to see home prices kind of trade sideways or maybe a little bit down depending on the market. But I just can't believe it. I just, every day I'm just kind of like, wow, what's going on? I'm hopeful though that we don't see housing become something that people just invest in because they need another thing in their portfolio. If you're actually using the house, 
then that's a situation that I'm for. But if you're just buying 5, 10, 15, 20, and you're just sitting on them, not renting them out, not even, you know, enjoying them, you're just treating it like an asset, that's not cool. Because at the end of the day, people want a house as four windows, a door, four walls, and a place to call home. Now look, I understand free market capitalism should be a thing. But at the same time, the money is broken. That's why people are investing in these homes because they know it's a pretty good capture of M2, money supply. M2 is the amount of money being created. Everyone was saying we were seeing between six and 10% inflation rate over the past couple of years. I, I know since 2020, we saw M2 increase by 40%. We saw a 40% real inflation rate over the, couple, the past couple of years, if not more. And I... I'm just completely like in awe right now because no, it's like, it's like everyone I talk to, they don't even see it. Everyone's like, Oh yeah, inflation's coming down. It's good. Like, I don't think they realize that it's not coming back down to where it was before. So overall, like we, we are in a situation where savings are getting brought down to nothing. In fact, average American, as we know, they can't even cover a $400 expense. What happens if a $15,000 water heater or air conditioning unit goes out? What do they do then? You know, I think, and I hate to say this, I really don't want this to happen, but I think unemployment rising will help will help correct a lot of this. And I, I don't want to see unemployment. In fact, I lost my job at Carvana back in 2011 or 2021, 2022, sorry. I, I lost it back then, but I'll tell you this. I'm a stronger person for it. I lost it. I was working at a hot tech company, making good money, and I didn't kind of see far enough out. And I think nature has a way of healing things that can be overdone. And seeing unemployment rise slightly, not significantly, will actually help correct this market. Because people have two, three, four, five homes, and they don't have a job. Meanwhile, there's homeless people on the streets and they can't even get access to one. We need to see the market correct. So that person that's not working, that has three, four, five, ten 10 homes, the person that's homeless, that's working a job can actually get in. If this, this right here is the whole crux of the thing, guys. Deflation for rich people is like inflation for poor people. Deflation for rich people means that their assets are going down and they're not, they're not actually, they're, they're approaching fair value. Whereas inflation for poor people, they're making $8 an hour. They go to the grocery store. They can't even afford food. In the end, all we want is this. We want people, their savings not to get debased. If they want to save in cash, they can. And then they know they're getting debased at 2% a year. If you want to buy a house, you can do so without having having to put fifty thousand above the person next to you. If you want to do anything, you're not going to have to get into a bidding war because the prices are fair value, supply and demand are an equal balance, and thing and everyone's happy. I think this credit crunch is a good thing. I actually, it's painful looking at my stock portfolio when the market goes down. It really is. It's not a good feeling. It really hurts, but. 
we can't just sit here and just think everything's going to be okay nonstop and not do anything about it. I, I personally think we should raise rates even higher, but that's a whole nother story that I can go in on on a separate topic. Maybe this is why I'm so into Bitcoin, because I realize that all of our assets have a monetary premium. And in the end, it's all because our money is not good. If our money was good, we'd put all of our our wealth into our money and we'd just expect it to go up a percent or two a year based off of GDP. But it's broken. The money is completely broken. It is as good as toilet paper. And because of that, that's why we see all these bubbles popping up everywhere, whether it's crypto, NFTs, whether it's uh, SPACs, you name it. We're seeing all these bubbles pop up everywhere because the money is broken. But you guys let me know what you think. Am I off base here? Do I think that the money is broken and, and it, it really, you guys think otherwise? You think it's not broken? You guys let me know. But anyways, I really enjoyed this one. I hope you guys all have a good rest of your day.